Creative Smart Talk is your guiltless accountability partner, where failure is celebrated, where we make space for women who are passionate but exhausted some days, where we affirm your ability to succeed, where we provide actionable advice without overruling your innate abilities. It's about success defined by emotional wholeness. Smart conversations with creative women. Here, we serve each other. We laugh, we rant, and we might even cry. Hello, hello. Welcome to Creative Smart Talk Episode 3. I'm Nia, founder of creativesmartgirl.com, and I'm on a mission to enjoy the journey, and I'm taking you with me. In this episode, I'm joined by Janelle Martinez, co-founder of 2020 Shift and founder of Ain't I a Latina. Janelle and I pick up on a conversation we started through our DMs on Instagram. We dig into how women can leverage their feelings and intuition in business and their careers. Please believe that Janelle did not come to play and dropped many gems. Enjoy. Hi, Janelle. Welcome to Creative Smart Talk. I'm so excited to have you. Hey, uh, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I remember us having this conversation about feelings and women's intuition on Instagram stories. And I figured, why not have this conversation on a podcast that I've started to talk more about emotional wholeness? Absolutely. Um, and thank you for uh, creating space to have this type of conversation because similar to what we were talking about through Instagram DM, like, you know, intuition and, and feelings and women and how we operate in business sometimes can be uh, dismissed. So I'm glad that we're going to be talking about that today. Absolutely. So let's start off by talking about why are women advice to sort of push their feelings aside in business and in their careers? Yeah, I think, you know, women are oftentimes advised to, like, downplay their feelings or maybe even their intuition or things that they pick up on simply because um, I think it all boils down to, like, gender-based stereotyping, um, in particular in the workplace and um, ultimately in business. So I think when we think of, like, traditionally how men operate, or are thought to operate in business is very much so like sharp problem solvers, um, you know, very direct and to the point, um, strong leaders naturally. And then on the flip side of that, you know, it, it paints this picture that women are very much so led by feelings and cannot be strong leaders because of that. Um, women are, you know, oftentimes seen as um, not as strong um, in comparison to men, um, not as sharp of, of problem solvers. And, and really, I feel like everything is measured up in comparison to men. And a lot of times it's thought that women are just not um, as strong leaders, which I totally disagree on all fronts about actually most um, of the strongest leaders that I know, um, whether in my peer group or um, just women that I look up to are women, you know, they're women. Um, so um, I think because we live in a society that very much so still operates by those gender-based stereotypes, um, it's oftentimes thought that women, there's no room for 
emotions or feelings in um, the workplace. And I do understand, like, it's just not to say, like, women should um, – what? so it's not to say that women cannot share their emotions in the workplace. I do think there's a time and place for everything, but um, I more so think about, like, the fact that as women, we definitely um, can pick up on things that I know for a fact men um, oftentimes may dismiss or not uh, not see. And so I think it's really just tapping into that superpower that we have um, in that connection to, like, our intuition. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it literally boils down to the fact that men don't have it or men aren't conditioned to sort of build any sort of intuition. And I feel like that is kind of tied to women's survival. So we've kind of had to use that skill and men just aren't encouraged to use that skill and business have been dominated by men. So um, they just we just kind of ignore it as not being a useful skill, but it really, really is. So tell me about how you've kind of leveraged your feelings in business to sort of be successful or to grow your businesses and to grow your career. Yeah. Um, it's definitely been a journey in like learning to hone into my intuition. Um, I think from a very young age, I was very perceptive um, and really picked up on a lot of things that, um, you know, at times people would turn to me and say, like, oh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, and it was simply because they relied on the fact that, like, I could either, like, through energy or just through my thoughts was like, hmm, there's something about this. Like, let me let me dig in or let me analyze further. And so um, I've known that I've been that way, as I think a lot of um, us have, but there was a while where I just kind of, because of this, thought process of women in business and not leading with um, not leaning into your to your feelings or what what comes up for you I've like dismissed it for a while and so I started to realize at times when um, you know there was maybe a deal on the table or you know um, there was an opportunity you know times when I was like oh I'm not gonna like tap into that intuition, I'm just going to, like, go based off of what the terms are, what looks like it's a good opportunity. And I started to realize that, like, there were times when um, that just didn't pan out well for me. Um, and so I would say within, like, the last two years in particular, um, I've wanted to uh, really sit with things and tap into my intuition. And so um, I've noticed an increase in, like, further alignment personally and professionally um, when doing that. And so um, I've seen when, like, there is an opportunity um, business-wise and professionally where, you know, yes, you've got to a lot of times move fast, um, but I do like to take a moment to really, like, sit with something, um, whether that's, like, give myself a few minutes to, like, meditate or, um, you know, send a prayer up. Um, and i found that in listening to that inner voice, um, I have I have definitely seen um, better outcomes when it comes to like um, deal making or um, just going for opportunities that truly align with um, with me. Absolutely, and I think also it's sometimes a difference maker, right? Especially when you're dealing 
manager, you deal with people a lot. And sometimes, you know, people can't be, you know, there isn't a metric or a measurement or, or something. And it's, it's someone has to walk into the room and say, hey, we're not doing the right thing by people because it just doesn't feel like the right thing. Um, and we need to adjust a little bit. And I feel like that comes in so handy for me sometimes at work because I'm able to say, hey, you know, I have this intuition that this thing isn't right. And, and often I can turn to someone who is good with data and they can find the data to back up what I'm feeling. You know what I mean? I think that's such a great point that you made. Like, um, you know, it's kind of like painting a full picture because we do, you know, work in a professional and very business-driven space where, you know, data and numbers speak volumes, right? And so not everyone is going to um, be receptive to the fact that one would say, like, oh, well, I'm having um, – there's something there, like there's a feeling about this, right? Like some people are just going to be like, okay, dismiss that. Like we still got to move forward. But to your point, it's like in painting that full picture, you can lean on a team member or whomever that can, you know, get the data, the numbers behind it to then support that um, that intuition or that feeling that you had. So I totally agree on that. Like I think the intuition is the is the the spark and that's when you know it's like okay like I know I'm going to have to explain to someone in terms that they understand why I'm feeling this way and so that I can go and aggregate the data or you know even with intuition sometimes a lot of this is uh that feeling comes from a previous experience right so it's like our body telling us like remember the last time you know you were in this situation or you know letting us know, like, let's pay attention to this. And so you can easily go back. Maybe there was a situation professionally a year or two ago or business-wise where it's like, okay, we were in a similar position. My intuition has led me to kind of go back into the files and see how that turned out. And so now we have the opportunity to make it better or, you know, maybe this is not for us and you can paint that case. But it all started with that field too, sort of tap further into your intuition or to sharpen it, um, it really starts with, I think, and this sounds super simple, but, like, paying attention to those moments when, you know, you have that, like, gut feeling or you have that reoccurring thought um, that just won't go away. I think it starts with, like, paying attention to it um, and how one can further pay attention to it or at least um, – sharpen it. Um, I I say definitely through like being still. Um, so whether that's prayer for you, whether that's meditation, um, just being still and, and really like listening um, because it only, like intuition is sharpened through clarity. Um, right. in, in not just in business and in the professional space, but like where in industries where, um, you know, things move very fast and depending upon, like, where you reside, like, in a city like New York, like, there's so many distractions and so many things that will kind of pull you away from that stillness or, like, a quiet that you create for yourself. And so um, the only thing to do to really um, heighten that or enhance it is to just be consistent with creating those, like, spaces for yourself. So using myself as an example, um, 
I know that to be my best self, I have to start my day with meditation and prayer um, and definitely journaling. So, like, that for me really sets the tone of, like, okay, I've taken care of myself. I can then take care of, like, others and um, my responsibilities. And I've noticed in making sure that I take time for myself, in particular through um, through prayer and meditation, um, I'm able to get quiet. And it's in that quiet where it's like, okay, if I'm, like, if I have, like, a big day ahead and I know that, like, I need to be extremely on point or sharp about some certain things, like, you know, through prayer I ask for, you know, guidance in that. And I think when you create a space where you're still and um, can tap into your intuition and then you then ask for guidance um, because you're creating that space, like, it, it does happen. Um, it does happen where it's, like, you ask and you will receive. And it may not be, like, instantaneously. It may um, literally come at a different point. But if you're aware of, of those spaces, um, aware of, like, being still and knowing that you're going to, um, you're pretty much going to um, receive, like, that response, that inner knowing, um, you just got to kind of trust and go with it. Right. And I also think, like, what you just said brought something back to me as well, is that sometimes it's okay when you just get that spark to let it sit, right? That kind of could be the difference maker in in between you being seen as being too emotional is that at the moment you have that thought or that intuition is to just talk about it or to go bring it up or to go say something. I think like sitting with it in those quiet spaces for a little bit longer over prayer and over meditation can really help you over a little bit of time. Um, yeah. I think that as well just to take it for more than just one, one spark, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like it's, it's, good to sit with things um and i think it's in sitting with things that you can get more clarity on what that next step looks like um but i do think sometimes it will be instantaneous where it's like because you've created a relationship with yourself and like higher power and knowing um you know you may get that clarity and you know it's in your best interest to act upon it um, and an example I think of is, um, you know, that there's a, a media professional turned um, wellness practitioner named Debbie Brown, um, and she's really into, like, crystal healing and um, all of that sort of thing. And she, she said this in an interview where um, she was just, she, knows, she knew she needed a change in her life, um, and she was at a really great position, um, but she had been sitting on that thought of, like, okay, like, what is this next step for me? Um, and she was at her desk, and she just got this, like, message that she needed to, like, leave her job. Like, literally, like, it hit her at that moment. And she actually quit her job that day, and she had no idea about what was next, Um but she trusted her intuition. She trusted that inner knowing and voice. And she, you know, she's been on a, she's been on her, the path that she's been, she's needed to be on since, you know. And I use that example because it's like, 
it's about a lot about a lot of this is about trust too. Um, and you know that's that's the way she handled it, and you know someone else may handle it differently. But when you're following that intuition and you're you know how that manifests within you and your responses, like and you just have that greater knowing of yourself. Like sometimes it is going to be a situation where you sit with it, but there's going to be other times when it's like, nope, I got to move on this. And so I would say that you know your intuition will speak to you in the way in which you respond to it. So um, just be open to that as well. I love that. I love that. I, I do. I definitely agree that sometimes it might just be the thing that you need immediately for sure. For sure. I, I love that. Um, but I think to, to tie, to tie things all together, because I feel like a part of it is that women, especially black women are really afraid of being typecast as emotional and aggressive. Um, so what, how, do, how do we navigate that? How do we navigate sort of listening to our intuition and listening to our feelings about certain things and gaining that spark, but also knowing that we also have to navigate some of the baggage that comes in professional settings as Black women? Yeah, and that's, that can be tricky um, because it's true. Like, as, as Black women... Um, we are seen in a certain light, and I think it's that added later layer when it comes to like the professional and business spaces, um, and especially because there's that added pressure that there's in most times there's not that many of us in a given space, and so there's a lot of added pressure of like we must perform, um, we want to do well because we want to make sure that we're leaving room for other Black women to come in after us. Um, and so that added pressure is definitely something that uh, just makes it all the more uh, challenging. But, um, you know, as I grow in my profession and, and being a businesswoman, um, while I definitely want to be mindful of, A, just doing the work and doing it really well, right, because I think when you do a good job, um, that's, that's your, you know, that's your, um, essentially you doing a good job is really solidifying your place in whatever circle you're in, um, because no one can deny a good job. Um, but I also think that we have unique things that we can bring to the workforce that we can bring into conversations and we shouldn't have to deny that or stifle that to fit into um, spaces where, to be quite frank, um, we're not designed for us. I'm not to say that we never belong in, in these uh, professional spaces, but, you know, let's be real. Like, we still see, like, the numbers of, of us in, like, particularly um, – the more seasoned positions and and things like that. But um, I definitely feel like we should approach it in that, yes, we know how to navigate these spaces because we ultimately have no choice um, and we know how to play the game, if you will. But um, the fact that we also bring the added 
added layer of like understanding um, our intuition or um, our inner knowing, like to me, that's just a, a bonus. And as long as we can articulate it for the person um, that maybe needs a response from us or that we have to like break down why it is that we're as a business, we're making this decision, as long as you can, like, articulate what the, like, the best way, you know, to go about it, part intuition, part, you know, um, data, part whatever is going to paint that picture for the person that you're presenting it to, um, I think that we're we're good. But I also think that um, we definitely should um, not dismiss or belittle um, any attribute that we bring to the table simply because of it's thought that in the space that we're in, um, it will not be valued. Right. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it's still our strength and we just have to know our audience, right? Like know who right. trying to, to share that intuition with and how you need to share it. Um, I think that that's, that's amazing, amazing advice. Well, Janelle, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you so much taking the time to do this. And I know this is probably going to be a, a continued conversation that I keep having about how we leverage our feelings in our businesses and in our careers. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me on. Um, and I think, you know, even in this conversation with you, it just brought up the fact that, like, this is something that um, is constantly in development. Um, and I'm still learning as I go um, because as humans, we are constantly evolving. And so um, definitely it's an evolving conversation and, and it's an evolving thing within our within ourselves. So I'm definitely, um, again, appreciative of you having and creating space for this conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we will definitely be in touch and keep talking. And I wish you the best with Ain't I Latina and also 2020 Chef. I know you guys just launched an amazing project, which I mentioned in the last uh, podcast. Yes. Thank you so much. And we totally appreciate you um, sharing uh, NAC with your audience and um, definitely looking forward to future conversations with you as well. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Yes, talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Love this episode of Creative Smart Talk? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Until next time, stay whole.